Mr. Christmas is here. Frankie C., how are you today, sir? You're right, Jimmy. Nick is lurking today. I found that when I walked in the studio. (laughs) Nick was just lurking. That's a great way to describe what he's all about today. And he scoped out your food, didn't he? Yeah, he was hungry, too. He had to step out and grab his own lunch while you were on the phone there. But you didn't even notice. You didn't notice. You were no. too too deeply invested in that interview. I got a couple things right off the hop, Jimmy. I don't know if, if you're okay with that. Uh, um, go ahead, sir. Can you tell <laughs> me why every time there's bad weather, whether it's bad rain or snow or sleet, whatever it is, there's some goon who has to oh. drive like an absolute <laughs> moron and weave in and out? Why is that? Who is that goon? That, that, Who is have that's you, my. That, do you know that, that, is that person? My favorite. I, I, every storm I've ever driven through, it's like, oh, guy, I didn't know the Indy 500 was this weekend. You're not like Zoom. you're not that guy. Yeah. There's no way no, you're no, that no. guy. I just want to know. A, I, I would like I to know it. one of these people, like in because I don't yeah. know anyone like that. But if if you're one oh. of those goons who does that in this weather, just wow. uh, reach out. L- let me know what you're it, thinking. It, it it sort of works its way into two of my theories. Uh, one of them is, regardless of the driving conditions, you could never be the fastest car. It's impossible because there's always somebody that's willing to go 10K faster than you and, and will be right up your tail looking at the, the serial number on your car somewhere. I mean, there's just always somebody who does that. And the other one is, regardless of how bad the snowstorm is, there's somebody who has to, and I don't know if they've got this uh, some kind of traction thing put on their car, but they do exactly what you say. They have to get there. They're, they're a half hour late for something. they got to go in and out of lanes when, when you shouldn't really do that because you, you cause other people to, to react to how yeah. you're driving. And, and, you know, the, and the roads are very slippery, so that, you know your reaction time is if you overreact, then you're done. You, for sure. I'm a, and and, I've been and, getting this one too, Jimmy, and this, one, this one's kind of driving me out. Listen, I drive, if I'm going on the 407 and there's no traffic, Traffic 401. There's no traffic. I'm good to go about 2025 over. No problem. I think oh, we keep oh the pace God. moving like that. Probably not going to yeah. get a ticket. It's fair. Now, if you are behind me and you start giving me the high beams and I'm going oh, 20 that, over, that, I want that is the ridiculous thing. I want to <laughs> see you at the stoplight and I want to get out and throw fists with you. That that's where you become George Costanza's father. Yes. You want a piece of this? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to. You know yeah. what? I'll tell you what, though. I've seen your meat cleavers for your hands. I do not <laughs> yeah. want to go through the feats of strength with you this festivist season. I got a, I got a family history of some great arm wrestlers, and I'm not the best. I got a, I got a cousin who was an arm wrestling champion. He's got some meat on it. Yeah. Yeah, you're like fifth best yeah. in the Taddy uh, yeah. lineage. I, I think that I think the Taddy family came up with the original feats of strength. <laughs> you want some turkey? Boom! You can't have any. Your arm's broken. Yeah, <laughs> I heard you guys doing yes guy no guy, and I was I was a little yeah. surprised Nick didn't ask one that I I thought he would for sure have fired up for you. Oh, you want to so, hear it? So what is that? Yeah, absolutely. All right, Nick, do we have the music queued up for yes guy no guy? Oh yeah, let's yes do a guy problem. no guy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, drivers and passengers, time now for the Frankie C edition of Yes Guy, No Guy. Go I only ahead, have sir. one. I only have one. It's a Festivus-themed okay. Yes Guy, No Guy. We'll see if we come up yeah. with a supplemental, but this, this is the one I came up with. Um, yes Guy, No Guy, the tat man will crush multiple boxes of S cookies this Festivus season. No Guy. No uh, the, the, guy. Ultimate res- the ultimate restraint. I have none in the house wow. uh, unless I'm visiting relatives and the, and the plate comes out. I've already warned people. You know, I was at my brother's last night, and and I, I, I warned people that I'd take that get that tray and, and put it outside. I do not want to see it because uh, it's going to force me to uh, live up to my standard, and yeah. it's going to be inhaled. And then I'll have to ask you what it was because it'll, I'll eat it too fast. Exactly, Hol- I'm, I'm holiday restraint guy, guy, holiday restraint oh, guy. guy. That's what you are. 
bad guy around pastries. Not good. So I don't. Uh, I stay away from them. All right. That's all I you got know, your, for your you. Buddy, your buddy with the cannoli machine. If I ever meet him, look, I'm gonna have to buy new clothes. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get that going. We're gonna bring some cannolis to the game one night. We'll have some with Ralphie and Bonesy. We're just we're waiting for the right night. I guess Nick Nick just threw his arms up in the air because, but Nick's not in the stadium anymore, so I don't know how he's going to get cannolis. Like we're, we're not well, going to send you a care package, the... guy. I'm very yeah, upset sorry, about guy. this. You can't you can't talk about cannolis and not give one to me at this point. Come on, that's just rude. Well, I think we are going to do that, guy. You're stiffed. Yeah, Luke will be in there. Luke will be in there like a dirty shirt. He'll have two or three, oh, no problem. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to uh, injure Luca on the way to the cannoli tray. Yeah, just hit him with one of your meat cleavers. <laughs> Yeah, boom. Oh, sorry, guy. Just reaching for something. Yeah. I hit you in the eye. Good. Yeah, sorry, guy. Shouldn't have been standing there. I don't know what to tell. Oh, my you. other line is, my other line is, this won't hurt a bit. I lied. <laughs> All right, guy. What are we talking about today? Yeah. We talking sports I or what? I, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about uh, the Leafs. Sort of roll. I mean, you know, after that long streak, they were going to have some games where, even though they would win, that I mean, they're a little off in terms of what. I, I don't worry. Here, let me put it to you this way: Do you ever? Did, how much concern is there about the game before the Christmas break and the game after? Because as a guy who follows them, I never, I didn't really care about either one of those two games in my in my past. No, it's funny. Like the the game before the Christmas break, you can pretty much put any amount of money on never seeing that video again. Like that's that's yeah, one of those fine. ones where. It's one of those games you're you're almost half in, half out. You got some guys got the private bird ready to go. They're they're on their way home. Um, the one coming back from Christmas break in any league I've played in, I found that one to be more difficult to play in because you just had two days where you traveled, you went home, you see family, friends. It's very hectic. If you're like me, you eat a lot, like large quantities during those two days, oh. more than you're used to. So you're carrying a little extra, um, and you, you probably didn't get on the bike and you didn't skate so and then oftentimes that game is on the road so it's like you'll get in back to Toronto have an afternoon practice fire up the bird and they're going to be in St. Louis so they'll get there a little later um, it's just a different routine different schedule that game's a little more lethargic but you know as far as the game before Christmas it's nice to go into the Christmas break with a good feeling the fact that you know this good accomplishing feeling and for the Leafs like, they had such a great first half, unofficial first half, right? Because they have more games to go until it's the, the, the real halfway point of the season. But, you know, it, it's just one of those ones where everyone kind of says Merry Christmas. Everyone shakes hands. Everyone's leaving the rink feeling good. And you're coming back feeling good about your game and where your team's at. Okay, two ridiculous questions that I've always wanted the answer to. So uh, when you go into a Christmas break, I mean, how much weight could you put on as a player? No. And how long does it take to take it off? No, not that much. I, I totally over-exaggerated that. You're not, you, if anything, you're down weight at this point of the year because you're on the ice so much, and it's hard to keep up, especially if you're playing. Like, if you're a guy who plays every single night, which I, I never really was, um, but, you know, if, if you're one of those guys, you're down pr- from training camp. You could be down 10 pounds. So that that's not a big deal. It's not like you're putting any weight on like that. What what it really is is in an NHL season, it's very rare that you get two days off in a row. Um, in the American Hockey League, it happens because it's a predominantly a weekend league. Yeah. In Europe, we would get two days off from time to time. NHL never happens. It's like All Star break, and and if there's a bye week mixed into the schedule, that's that's when you get those consecutive days off. So that's the only thing that feels a little different. It's like, you know, when when you have a day off during the season and you're used to being on the ice every day the first practice back you can feel a little slow a little sluggish not as crisp then you just you you pick up 
like it, it picks right back up for you very very easily. But you know, the two days off makes a little more of a difference. We're not we're not talking putting on weight or anything like that, though. Okay, so another ridiculous question, and, and it's hard to get an answer on this because even this year is not pre-COVID, and obviously during COVID, uh, the, the family circle was, was very tight for obvious reasons. But in a normal situation at Christmas time, uh, what, what's your best guess in your situation and people that you knew in, in terms of, like, how many people would you see? Is, is it just all family? And if you were going in on, on a bit of a, a skid with the team, how awkward is that? When you're having those conversations. Um, no, not that awkward. Everyone's pretty much just happy to see you. As, as much as you're fully immersed in, in the rigors of a regular season, you'd be surprised the people around you that don't know every single detail as far as what's happened. Mostly the people in your, your friend group, your family, your support group, they're just supportive of you, and they're happy you're playing in the NHL. and um, They're your number one fan. So there's, you know, there's... Not a lot of um, you know conversations people need to steer clear from or anything like that, um, but you know what for me it was always if I had two days off it 's like you know I, I see my family for for one of the days, I go see my wife 's family for one of the days, and then we're we 're back at it we 're back playing so um, you know there 's not a lot of time to see old acquaintances as far as buddies from high school and, and stuff like that in junior hockey. Like when I was in the OHL, we would get like seven to nine days off for Christmas. So I would bring my equipment home. I would see all my pals. Um, you know, you could make more of a point to see people that you don't necessarily see as often. But um, when it's, you know, when you're in the NHL and it's two days plus travel there and back, it's like, who's the essentials? Family, grandparents, uh, a couple cousins, and then you're, you're right back at it. It's, it's a really quick turnaround. Okay, uh, it's not a yes guy, no guy, but it's sort of uh, from the yes guy, no guy family. I know, but uh, how much better are the Leafs as they head into this Christmas break than you th- than you thought they would be when we started to follow them in, in training camp? So I yeah. don't know where you had them pegged, but w- where they are now, well, I think, is way ahead of any what anybody thought. Well, it's an interesting question because if if you didn't look at the journey itself, if you just said, where did you have this team pegged at the start of the season and where would you expect them to be now – they're probably right there. Like, that's exactly where I would have expected this team. Um, maybe first in the Atlantic, second, third in the Atlantic, somewhere like that. Standing-wise. Yeah, standing-wise. Standing-wise. Standing wise. That, yeah. That's where I would have expected this team to be. But when you look at the, the journey that, that they've kind of been on from the start of the season to now and all the things they've had to overcome from all the defensemen being out, the goaltenders being out, having to rally past all that stuff, that's what makes it more impressive to me is the fact that they're right where they should be and where we thought they would be but they've overcome all this adversity along the way. Um, and in years past, as you know, if something happens, a big player goes out, goaltenders struggle. It seems to derail the team for a longer period of time. And this year that hasn't been the case. In fact, they've actually gotten better. Like they're, they're playing better defensively. And, um, you know, they're, they're having great individual performances from Willie Nylander and Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and John Tavares. Like you go down the list, there's been a lot of great stretches for, for the leadership group of this team. So, um, you know, if, if I looked at their expectations at the start of the season, I'm thinking, yeah, they're right where they should be. But the fact that they've had to overcome all these hurdles along the way, that's what makes it more impressive to me. Frankie, see, you're in overdrive today. Uh, you're with me on the 27th when we're doing the St. Louis game, right? Uh, if you want me there, I will be there, yes. You're there, guy. You're right. there. I'll send the limo. <laughs> Perfect. Are we going to do it from Yes Guy headquarters? 
I don't think that's possible, guys. Oh, it's pretty okay. jammed here. Yeah. You know, the legal team just does not quit. They won't take any time off. I don't blame them. Are, I don't blame they're them. They're running up the bill. Working around the clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie C., thanks very much. Appreciate it. Yes, guy. Merry Christmas, by Merry the way. Merry Christmas, guy. Thank you very much.